it just gets worse and worse. It really does. It's it's bad enough they couldn't find anybody else. Like, I was the only person left in the hallway in the building. They're like, hey, do you want to go back and do a talk show? I'm like, sure. Remember when I used to do that all the time? So I'm Mike Wimacher in for Jim Leach. And look who's this. Joining via technology is Johnny Molson. Hello, Johnny. Via technology? Yes, via Skype. Via okay. Skype technology. I didn't know how to phrase it. I, I, you know, I didn't want to tell him too inside baseball, as if wow. Skype is too inside baseball. <laughs> I was just curious what the technology was that we were using. I'm just surprised we have a computer in here that works enough to where I can yeah. talk to you on Skype. That's the technology. That is the technology. Uh, by the way, if you like what you hear this hour with uh, Johnny Long, we also have a podcast. Shameless plug. The Too Good for Radio podcast. Find it wherever you find your podcast. So, Johnny, I, 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 I saved this story for you. Um, and I want to hear from listeners when, once we get into the details of this. of What is something when you're going through, like when you're getting ready to move houses or just going through some old stuff, what is one of the weirder things that you found and said, why the hell did I keep this? Because I introduce you to this gentleman, a man, and this comes to us from Long Island, New York. Disinfecting technicians from Long Island, New York, were sent to clear out a two-story home which belonged to an alcohol-dependent owner that filled empty beer cans with urine and allowed them to take over his home. No kidding. When they arrived at the quote-unquote crime scene, they opened the front door to find that the entire ground floor was buried four feet deep in Coors Light beer cans. And they were full of urine? <laughs> I will get to that, yes. Okay, okay. All right. uh, the two individuals wow. shared footage of the cans that were refilled with, quote, hundreds of gallons of urine. So they opened the door, and they are met by over what they said, 10,000 cans of Coors Light on the ground floor, four feet high, that they had to wade through, a majority filled with urine. Man, you feel sorry for the guy. I mean, he's obviously really, really sick. I mean, that yeah. got to, you are far gone at that point. You are, you are. But... Far gone, and yet there's 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 a there's a precision to all of this. I mean, there's a it's it's not like he just has random junk. That's a very specific thing that he's holding on to for some reason. I mean, that that's fascinating. Yeah, it, and they, they go on to say that they uh, also, as you would imagine, there were plenty of uh, infestations in the home. Uh, the duo began attempting to clean the home, but claimed that as soon as they began to shovel the cans into the trash, they avalanched towards them because they were piled too high. <laughs> so these poor Come mopes on. go in there, and they're they're met with all this. They try to do their job. Uh, the beer cans covered five rooms downstairs. The home's two-car garage were even crammed in walls and toilets as well were the cans. Okay, so what were they trying to salvage? I mean, what was the point of, of even sending anyone in there? There's nothing to salvage, right? You can't. What are you going to do with that place? That's true. 
I imagine there's Carfax for cars. Do you have to disclose that when you put it on the market? By yes. the way, before you move in, just to let you know, uh, 10,000 urine-filled Coors Light cans were all over this place before we actually put it back on the market. Uh, they said there are cans in the walls, there are in the holes, in the sheetrock, and in the sheetrock there are cans, there are cans in the cooker, the mattresses, and the drawers in the closets, as well as the toilets. That is astonishing. I mean, wow, I am just, I'm fascinated uh, by what it takes to get to that point. Of How long had he been drinking banana. just Coors Light? How old were some of those cans? <laughs> Went one in, in one way and came out the other. <laughs> but by the way, at least he was classy. Most of the cans containing the urine were found in bathrooms and in the kitchen. So it wasn't just like willy-nilly in the living room. I have some sense of decorum with my 10,000 cans sitting here in my home. Did you ever have a beer can collection? That's, you know, I I did for a while. It wasn't beer cans. I actually had a soda can collection for, and that's 217-629-7970 is the phone number. What are some of the odd things that you have found and gone why am I keeping these? Because I, yeah. I did. Even when my parents passed away and we were cleaning out that house, I did happen upon when at the zenith of Harry Carey's run as a Cubs announcer, they came out with Holy Cow Soda. And I, okay. and I found all the different varieties of cans of Holy Cow Soda, as well as a bunch of different cans of like when the Bulls won NBA championships. Like cans of Coca Cola, like why were I? Why was I keeping those? I don't know. Yeah, that's that's interesting. And I know I know my parents for some reason have just like I don't know whatever would have been in my room when I moved. I mean, it was it was like notebooks from high school that I I don't need them. There's nothing there's nothing sentimental for me or them, but they just have them. Uh, so yeah, it'd be interesting to hear from people where you just you suddenly you open a box and go, why didn't I throw this out years ago? Yeah, two on seven. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I, and, and what what makes us keep those things? Because I know there are things in my basement right now, boxes that I have not opened that I've moved from place to place. Uh, and you go, I don't know what, I don't know why I still have this. Yeah, two one seven six two nine seven nine seventy is the phone number. What is something that you going through, whether it's a family member pass or just kind of getting ready to move when going through your stuff that you happen upon and go, why, why, why am I keep? In my mind. Still, I don't know why I still have as many DVDs as I have. It's like, why am I keeping those? Like, I, I get it that it's a physical copy of something, but th it's all online. Like, depending on the streaming service, I can get that. Why do I have that many DVDs? Well, I have, it, it's kind of like books for me. I have DVDs to kind of show off that, I, that, oh, I, right. uh, okay. that I'm of a certain uh, erudite <laughs> intellect. I okay, more of a status symbol. That's why oh, you keep those. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, I understand that. The thing that threw me off the most, besides the the uh, the cans that were at my parents' house, was and God bless them, and I appreciate it. They were very proud of their child, but why they had all of my report cards dating all the way back to third grade, I just never understood. As if ever it's going to be called into question. My academic record, my mom and dad could go, no, no, he was always been a straight A student. I have the proof all the way back to third grade. Yeah, I mean, there was a, I think there was a, certainly a generation of you save everything. You put, you have a filing place for everything. And and there there is some, there is some quaint charm, not in the report cards themselves, but what teachers wrote about you. 
Oh, there was no charm there. Oh, there's no charm? They hated you? Yeah, I, I, I don't think, despite despite my my being able to retain information just long enough to fool people that I'm smart, uh, there there was there wasn't much else of eloquence in 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 Mike's report card. I, I even even though I was a decent athlete growing up, I, I believe even on a kindergarten one when my parents came back, maybe it was first grade, they came back from like the parent teacher conference, and the gym teacher was like, "He doesn't have real great fine motor skills." <laughs> Did you fall down a lot? I, I, I apparently so more than I care to admit. Also, my handwriting was always atrocious, like the cursive thing. I didn't I didn't do well at all. 217-629-7970 is the phone number. We're talking about weird thing or odd things that you 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 keep a hold of and you don't really know why. There's still things to these day that that I know once my wife and I move at some point that we're going to unearth and go, "Why the hell is this in our possession?" Yeah. Uh, maybe it'd maybe be a board game or VHS tapes anymore or have kind of gone the way of the Buffalo as well. Why I'm holding on to a, a 1989 copy of NBA Superstars on VHS, I don't know. I tell you what, though, renting a dumpster is one of the best things in life. If you've ever had the opportunity to just have them drop off a dumpster and just start throwing stuff in there, it is it, it, it'll change you. It'll change a person. It will. It, it'll make Marie Kondo look like child's play if you <laughs> rent a dumpster. Because I'm right there with you. I'm getting to that point. Uh, we did have to do that with my parents' house, and there. You're right. There's just something. This the feeling of kind of getting rid of that. My my sister was really smart about. There's a lot of toys that we had from growing up. I I don't have kids. My sister doesn't have kids. So she's like, we could either donate these ratty old toys that are up in the attic that no kid's going to want. Or my sister would just take a picture on the phone and be like, yep, now I have a a tangible memory. Throw it in the dumpster. That's smart. Yeah. I was like, what are you doing? She's like, I'm taking pictures and throwing them in the dumpster. I'm like, oh, my God, that's brilliant. As much as I'd hate to see Castle Grayskull go into a landfill, that's where it's going to have to end up. Man, I want a dumpster right now. (laughs) That would be so much fun. Just start throwing things away. You know what we should do? Um, we're going to start a Patreon, uh, and then you can you can pay us, and then we'll get a dumpster to come out. Even though we have two already at the radio station, we'll get a, just a Mike and Molson dumpster to come out. We'll just throw random stuff in there, like yeah. stuff that's left over from, like some of these headphones that have been here since 1963. Into the dumpster you go. I would love to go to somebody's house and just throw their stuff away too. That's that that's fun <laughs> to me. We should do. We should start a business called Rander, Random Dumpstering. And if you have a spouse or someone in your family that keeps too much crap, call Mike and Molson. We'll come in and under cover of darkness and throw all their crap away. And we'll dis- we'll decide what's meaningful and not meaningful. <laughs> Correct. The power will be in our hands. Yeah. So you'll probably still have some stuff. You'll probably lose some things that you didn't want to lose. But at the end of the day, you'll be you'll be tons lighter. Yes. The next move will not be nearly as like daunting. That. Thanks, Elsa. I would, I would have. I would like someone to do that for me. Just come into my house and decide. It's too no, hard. You don't. Yeah, it's too hard to decide yourself. Of course it is. Uh, we'll take one phone call here before the break. Hi, you're on WMAY. Howdy, guys. It is so amazing to hear both of you on the air. Just an FYI. Oh, well, thank you. It's we appreciate that. Thank you. Yes. Absolutely. So what I do with my kids' schoolwork, you know, like arts and crafts mm-hmm. and stuff, stuff like that, I do like what your sister does. I take a picture of it, put it on my computer. I have seven terabytes on my computer. There's plenty of storage space. And then I send the physical copy to their grandparents' house. Nice. Now it's 
Now it's their problem. Right. <laughs> it's a win-win for everybody. You get to keep and, the memory. And so I have the digital uh, photo uh, frame or whatever. Oh, nice. So all their art. All their artwork is going through that and cycling through, and then it's, you know, well, where did you actually put it? Well, your grandma has it, so if she threw it away, it's her fault. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. That is people yeah. helping people. I love every part of that. Thank you for the phone call. That That's and amazing. shuffling the responsibility off to somebody else, which, yeah, is, that, which is brilliant, too. That is awesome. So we could also, you know, do that as well. If you want us to mail some stuff you kind of want to keep but put it on somebody else's plate, we can do that as well in our new burgeoning business. It, well, would you look at that? It is the Jim Leach Show, Mike Wimacher and Johnny Molson in for Jim this afternoon. Would you look at that, Johnny? It's already time for news again. Well, it's been a pleasure talking to you. <laughs> I really enjoyed the 10 minutes we did about urine-filled beer cans. That'll do it for the rest. No, we'll, we'll have still more after news. I did want to quickly, though, Johnny, do you have any memories of our uh, departed Jerry Springer? Passed away you know, today at the age of 79. Yeah, and I was trying to think, was his show ever legitimate or was it always ridiculous? I think it was always ridiculous, wasn't it? I, I don't. You, that's a great question. I don't know if you go back and watch like season one of Springer, if there was one or two where he tried to actually do a serious talk show and then just said, "Ah, screw it, I'm going to go right. crazy." Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I mean, because it, it was like you know he would. Because my recollection was he would do you know normal topics or some some sort of thing, but every couple of weeks there would be some crazy. Uh, yeah, you're sleeping with my boyfriend's mailman's daughter. And um, and I think it just became so popular to see a fight break out that that's what the show became. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I think those early seasons he tried to do an earnest topic and then he got ratings because, to your point, you slept with my brother's stripper friend who happens to be also my aunt. Mm. And everyone's like, oh, do you think, though, before we get to news, I know, I'm sorry, Jim, I know we're late for news here. Uh, do you think at the end of the service there people are going to be asked to then throw their chairs at someone they detest at the service in honor of Jerry? If they don't chant Jerry as they're lowering the casket, I'm going to be very disappointed. And never- the, the veterans and, and the people who really care about our... Oh, man, I'm having a cramp. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Sorry, guys. That's all right. Oh, man. So, you know, we were talking about muscles that you didn't no, even no. know you had. I just had one. Uh-oh. Oh, dude, that was that was live radio, baby. That was. Wow. Live radio indeed is what you're listening to. And I almost cramped up myself there. It had been such a long break before I had to hit the button. My finger cramped up a little bit. It is the Jim Leach Show with Mike Wimacher and Johnny Molson in for Jim today as he was in for Bishop earlier today. 217-629-7970 is the phone number. And we're going to be talking about animal encounters. Situations to where you encounter an animal unexpectedly and you react in a way that if you were to look back at it on tape, you may be a little embarrassed on how you reacted. I bring this up because at uh, Fordham University's Rose Hill campus in the Bronx, students there have been chased by a belligerent wild goose. Uh, One student met a girl who fell running from the goose. She hurt her wrist, and now she's in a brace. Wow. Uh, The freshman documented the wild goose on TikTok, where the bird can be seen charging towards passerby and even flying after them. 
Geese are mean. They are. They're mean SOBs. Numerous students. You see those people in Washington Park throwing bread at him. And it's like, man, you are taking your life in your hands. Yeah, what are you doing? Don't don't ever don't ever encourage a goose. Yeah. They all they do is honk, poop, and attack. They're you know, really they're really one of Earth's worst worst cre- uh, creatures. That's for certain. I, I knew- wouldn't do that unless I had like a sidearm or something. Just to- <laughs> Come, Come here, Goose. Me. I got you. Take uh, them out. Yeah. Numerous students were caught running away in flight mode with one woman appearing to stop and try to hide behind a tree. A goose control company called Geese Relief was spotted wow. re- spotted recently on campus by multiple students. University I didn't said, think there would be a company. No. That's interesting. Yeah. That the fact that it's so prevalent, these mean-ass geese, that you would have to have a company called Geese Relief. Uh, the university said, in any case, the goose has departed for parts unknown, but students say their fear remains. So did geese relief off that th- that particular goose? I hope so. I hope so, too. It- it's the one It's the one animal. I, d- I don't condone hurting any animal, but it's the one animal that I'm okay if you kick. Yeah, I mean, I, they're right up there with snakes. I think you just, you gotta be, you gotta be careful around geese. Yes, you really do. 217... 217- Six. And they're in, you know, nursery rhymes and stuff, but no, you got to shoot them. And they have an air about them, don't they? Like yeah. when they're in the middle of a road, they know what they're doing. Oh, they, they totally do. They just stay. When people like stop and then you like wait for all the geese to cross. No, I think you have every right. Now, it might, it might dent your car, which is why you wouldn't do it. But I think if a goose is in the middle of the road, you have every right just to gun it and hit the goose. They have they're- wings. They could fly, but they know what they're doing. Oh man, there is that bend. Uh, I think on West White Oaks Drive. Yes. Come around, yeah. And there, there's usually a lot of geese around there. And uh, I came around the corner at one point where there had just been a massacre. I mean, somebody, <laughs> you know, because you, 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 and I, and I, I know how it happened. You don't see them until no. you're on top of them. And it was like somebody got into a pillow fight <laughs> with a can of ragu. I mean, it just was, it was absolute horror show. It's like, oh my gosh. <laughs> that was the most brilliant use of an explanation. A pillow fight with ragu. It it's what it would look like. Over the place. I mean, it just was an absolute slaughter. They are the. Although I, I'm laughing and I still continue to laugh because they are one of the worst. Two one seven six two nine seven nine seventy. Hi, you're on WMAY. Hello. Hello. Something worth listening to on the air at this time. Great. That's topic right. Too. Oh, thank uh, you. I'm, I'm all with you. If they were crossing the road, hit them. Unless they're using the crosswalk, then you can't. <laughs> yeah, then you're going to get a ticket for that because they're law-abiding yeah, citizens at that point. You get a ticket for that. But, yeah, absolutely. I don't care if they're babies or not. I will I will run the whole entire family over. <laughs> <laughs> Good. We don't need future generations. I like what you're doing. Yep. Appreciate the phone call, 217-629-797. I'm glad we're not the only ones that have just disproportionate hatred of geese. How long does it take for evolution to teach geese and squirrels and stuff to just stay out of the road? Yeah, I mean, I I think they know. That's what I'm saying. I think I think they know. Yeah. I give more leeway. I give more leeway to squirrels and ground-based animals. Although squirrels are great climbers, I, I give them more leeway that I will maybe slow and allow them to cross the street a, a little bit more leniency. Anything with wings, you can fly. Why are you in the road to begin with?
I mean, we're talking about animals that live, I don't know, five or six years. And so their generations are recycling at a higher rate than ours. Correct. And I just think at this point, after 100 years of having cars on the road, they probably should have figured it out by now. They really should have. I, I feel when I see a dead bird on the highway, I feel no regret or remorse. When I see yeah. maybe a raccoon family on the side, I feel a little bit on the inside in the feels. But birds, no. You know better. You can fly. Hi, on WMAY. Good afternoon. Good okay, afternoon. so I live in a subdivision where we have a pond, and guess who hangs out there? Now, we have encouraged people, as much as they love wildlife, and I love wildlife, please don't feed them, because that will just draw more and more of them. You know, but they keep feeding them, so they hang out. And you're and taking your life Another thing too. is, you know, we have a ordinance about, you know, when you walk your dog, pick up the doggy poo. Right. Well, the geese leave their calling cards all over the place, and there's nothing you can do about it but just try to, you know, skip around it, walk around it. So that's another reason why we try to encourage people. Please don't. I love and, the fact you call it their calling card. You're like, I, yeah. I, want to up, I want to up the uh, the discourse on this particular station. Well, it's their calling card, not their poo. And, and one more thing is, aren't they Canadian geese usually? Yeah, you would think Canadian would be nicer. They, they're here illegally, <laughs> and they You're right. go back to Canada where they belong. Why didn't we but build no, that wall out in Illinois during the winter? By the way, you just gave Buck and Clay their talking point for tomorrow. We appreciate <laughs> you helping out other programs on WMAY. Yes. Thank you. Thank you very much for the phone call. 217-629-7970. Now i got to listen right. to that show tomorrow to see if they are, in fact, going to talk about that. We need a 700-foot-high wall <laughs> in Canada now. We need a giant mirror. That they can't uh, fly over. Right at the Canadian border to make them think they're just flying into more sky and bam. Just like that, they knock themselves out and don't make it. Dang. Never thought of that. That's a good good call on that one. Yeah, great call indeed. I think you need to start a homeowners association and kick out anyone who's feeding the geese, too, by the way. <laughs> as much as I hate homeowners association, that's one good thing they could do. Whoa! It is the Jim Leach Show without Jim Leach, so they didn't find anyone else but myself, Mike Wimacher, and joining me via Skype, Johnny Molson. Thank you for uh, joining this hour. It's been a lot of fun. Coming to you from our satellite location in Dallas, Texas today. Yes, look at us go. We've and moved up in the world. another local Springfield radio show that is or isn't on the radio <laughs> that has a satellite location in Dallas, Texas. We are the one and only. And uh, and speaking of it may not be on the radio, uh, we have a podcast that is definitely not on the radio because it's too good for it. Too it's good. the Mike and Molson Too Good for Radio podcast. You can uh, search past episodes wherever you find your podcasts, and we appreciate your support. 217-629-7970 is the phone number. Frank McNeil coming to next, the man with the best bumper music in radio, I do believe. But before we get out of here, potholes. Everyone hates them. This time of year, you hear people complaining about, oh, the potholes haven't been filled yet, and yada, yada, this, that, and the other thing. Well, across the pond over in uh, England, there is a they, – they, why do they put every – why does Shire have to end everything in England? Is that, like, part of their rules of government, that everything has to be on, like, Stratshire or whatever it may be? Because this is Carmen then Shire Road. Okay. Okay. And so residents there are fed up with the number of potholes on the roads and decided to take matters into their own hands. Not by filling the potholes, mind you. They, they're like, no, that's too much work. Instead, 
they had someone within the community make a sign, a warning sign, about the potholes that are on the road that include the phrases, adjust their, your bras and secure your nuts as you go <laughs> over the road. <laughs> so as you, as you come to the part that's got the most potholes, there's a sign that the townspeople put up, be like, attention drivers, Make sure you secure your bras and or, or adjust your bras and secure your nuts because of the potholes that will be over the next part of your drive. What uh, what's going on with the suspension on cars over in England? Is that <laughs> I've never had anything happen to my nuts when. Have you? <laughs> You're right. No matter how big a pothole I may have hit, those. By the way, is that something you need to be doing? Shouldn't shouldn't your undercarriage? already have some kind of secureness. I understand boxers let it be a little bit freer than normal. Yeah, but it's but never it's never gotten away from me, and I don't think women have ever just lost their breasts or anything and just went, you know, what, ended yeah, up what in the kind, back seat. What kind of flimsy bras are they having over in England as well that they would have I to worry about one pothole and it would just fly out of nowhere? All maybe we're just more used to, yeah, maybe we're just more used to potholes here in the Midwest, but I don't think it's ever been that violent that, that you uh, would body have, parts start getting away from you. Right, that I would go down and be like, oh, is everything okay? Oh, God, thank goodness they're still all secure. Despite that pothole, my nether regions still are secure. Yeah. Thank and goodness. I wrong. I'm, I'm genuinely intrigued now. I, surely that'll show up on TikTok or something if something starts flying around. Yeah, like you that. know what? Not only does, on social media is there the sign, but do you think there's going to be the secure your nuts challenge where people drive <laughs> like 70 over that pothole thing and be like, ah, oh, make sure my nuts are secure. And how does, well, go one, how does one go about doing that while driving? Is that something what, you should be doing? Yeah, what's going to happen is if there's going to be a new hack, you know. Here's your, here's your breast hack uh, for driving over potholes on TikTok. My TikTok nut, nut hack. <laughs> what? Hashtag secure the nuts is going to be the new trend uh, that we started here. So, I, you know what? I think our work is done here, Johnny. We started oh, a hashtag. Uh, we talked about how terrible geese are. We got our new burgeoning business where we come and throw your crap out for you. I think we've done uh, the Lord's work here today. And uh, we could contribute. Yeah. And now, Frank.